This is episode 185 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we're talking about your biggest launch communication challenges handled. You're going to love this one, guys. I'll see you on the other side. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome to this episode. So like I said in the intro, today we're going to talk about really the five, what I'm thinking are the five biggest launch communication challenges. These are ones that were brought up over and over again inside my coaching program, which is just kind of coming to a close at the end of May here, whenever you're listening to this. Um, I think that that is the end of the May when this one will go live. And there are some really common challenges and questions people have, really questions. When I say challenges, I mean things that come up where someone's like, how do I do this? When do I do that? Is this right if I'm doing this? So today I figured, you know what, I'm going to pull some of those challenges in and talk you through why they're happening and some simple solutions to really handle them. So let's get started with just in general, most communication challenges happen when we believe we're not saying the right things to the right person or the right people at the right time or in the right way. Like we're doing nothing right, <laughs> as you can see. The only way, this is me spoiling kind of like an overarching theme that I will keep coming back to and keep reminding you of because I think it's important and I think it's so easy no matter where you are in your business, whether you're just starting, just launching your first thing, or you've been launching for a while because we can get complacent with this. But it's to, if you ever get that sneaking suspicion that something isn't right or you get this weird feeling that you're not doing it right, you're not saying it right, you're not sharing your message in the right way, guess what? To get past that feeling, you have to get to know the people you're talking to and creating content for better. It means fear comes from not really knowing if you're getting it right. And the only way to know if you're getting it right in terms of what you're, sh what you're even publishing on a weekly basis is to be talking to people. And even a few, not everybody is going to be open and, and outward and saying, wow, that was an amazing email. That really was the reason that I decided to become your customer. But even little hints, the number of people opening things, even getting one or two responses that said, you know what, Ann, I really like that. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for, for really giving me that information. That was invaluable to me. Even a few hits here and there, 
from people on what you created is a good sign because if one person bought it, liked it, responded to it, you can be sure, I really believe this, that other people are feeling the same way. So let's go through five challenges, really what I think are the biggest challenges when it comes to launch communication of any kind. So the first challenge, you don't know when to get started or where, meaning you don't know what what to say first, second, or third. You just don't even know what you don't know. And this really happens in the very first what I call the lead-in phase of your launch, where you're finding your audience and you're finding the right channels for you to show up on so that they pay attention, so they get what you're saying, so that they can decide if you are someone that they want to continue listening to. But this lead-in phase, isn't a, it, it is about your audience, but it's also about you getting used to the sound of your own voice. Uh, and it's not escaping me that my voice is actually cracking right now, which is kind of interesting. I'm not, I'm not crazy woo woo over the top woo woo, but sometimes I'm like, Ooh, something's there. I got to go into that later. Um, it could just be the dry air enough said, (laughs) Um, but it is about you getting used to the sound of your own voice, you getting used to it and, and getting used to what you're saying and feeling comfortable saying it. And also, of course, your clients, your customers, your audience, your family even too. So you can't be worried about the right place, the right time. In this initial phase, when you just don't know what to say or where, your goal is simply to connect, to reach out, to share who you are with others. You want to make mistakes. And if you do, apologize. You want to let people know you are real. So use your voice and just get used to showing up, asking questions, showing people who you are, sharing your values, sharing what you're interested in, sharing what things occur to you. And and also, this is a great time to just be curious about the people who show up and like what you're doing. Really, it's about paying attention as well. So when you're not sure where to get started, just turn on the camera, post the image, Share the, share the thing that you're working on, whatever it is, and see who shows up and then keep doing it every single day. This lead-in phase is really key in between launches, leading up to launches, and it really is something that you kind of have to be doing all the time. I'm guilty, honestly, of going off the grid. Like when I get into, I got to update this course and I got to do that, I literally just forget to connect and that's not good. So I know that and and that's why I've really been focusing in the last couple of months on just getting consistent, showing up here in this podcast, in this show for you. So find that place where you feel like you're just showing up and showing up consistently because it's good for you, but it's good for your audience and it really does help build trust. It helps build that awareness of who you are. It helps you understand your customers, which is what you need to be doing in order to even get to the other challenges. All right. So your second challenge is you don't know how to switch to selling, right? So you've been doing all this great work. You've been showing up on Instagram stories, maybe doing Facebook lives, maybe being consistent with your blog or your podcast or your weekly video or whatever it is. But 
then you're like, okay, but I want to do this thing. I want to sell this thing, but it feels weird because all I've been doing is sharing this other stuff, right? This is really common. And it's even common once you get your business going. Like if you wait too long in between launches and promotions, then you kind of feel weird. All of a sudden, like, I haven't called in a while. You know, it's like a friend you haven't called in a while. Like, I I feel kind of weird. You know what? That friend is going to be happy you called. And if they're not, then bye-bye, right? Because life happens. So the reason it feels tough selling is because you don't know your peeps enough and they don't know you or you do and maybe you haven't been speaking to them regularly. That is the only reason the second challenge even comes up. So you can you might say, well, I've been experimenting in all these different places in, you know, regarding my first challenge that you just shared with me in. But here's the thing. You have to get regular in where you show up and how often you show up. And when you do that, you will start seeing what works, what doesn't, what people respond to, what they don't. And the best example of someone I've worked with in the past who has literally the most effortless way of launching and selling, it's insane. Okay, it's insane. Denise Duffield Thomas, you are just, and I think it's just because she's not really selling. She's just saying, okay, so here's what I'm doing and... Uh, if you want to be part of this, great. There's no like, you never feel the pitch because you know that Denise knows you. You like for me anyways, I'm as well as working with her. I was, I am her ideal customer. So when I see her emails, when I read her emails, when I see her on a Facebook live, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yes. That's exactly what I want to do because she is so transparent that that fits me, but you can do the same thing. And I think that you're going to need to experiment with that. But of course it feels weird if you're going to go from, hey, I'm your best bud to uh, I've got this uh, deal and this early bird and it's closing tonight. But if you are consistently showing up, consistently asking questions, consistently giving people things to do then it'll be easy to be like, hey guys, in a few weeks, we're going to be doing this. I'm going to be opening the doors of this. This is what's happening. And we often forget that it's as simple as that. So here's the thing. You want to start being okay, just saying, just sharing with people what you're doing. And instead of thinking I'm selling it to them, you're sharing what you're doing. They want to have, they want to hang out and come along for the ride purchase the thing, then you'll want to as well. Actually, another really great example of this is that it is a, is a brand that I think does a great job in making you feel like you're not just looking at a catalog, let's say. So I'm a huge fan of Madewell, the brand. However, I never, I've recently found another brand that I think is similar in style and there's just something about them that I really love. And this other brand on Instagram, they do these stories, they have all the girls in the office trying on all the things, they're all different body types and ages and the owner of the company talks, I mean, there's genuine excitement for the pieces that they're launching. And I'll put their link in the show notes. I don't want to share them here, but that that is effortless selling. You're just like, oh my God, we're excited. We have this launch coming tonight. Like they're not trying to hide it. They're full on selling. And I think that we look at retailers who do that kind of more personal touch like that. You're going to find that it's easier than you think to sell when you're just sharing. 
So your third challenge, you feel weird emailing so much or repeating your message. So the first challenge, we were kind of in that lead-in phase, right? We were in that leading phase where we were trying to think, oops, there's a little child outside my recording studio today. So if you hear something, it's not my child, but it is a child with their mom. So first challenge was the lead-in phase, and that's all about just getting used to the message, you, your customers. Your second challenge was switching to selling, which is kind of like what happens in the pre-launch. This is where you get used to saying, hey, I'm going to be doing something, okay? The third challenge actually comes up right in the middle between pre-launch and your launch. And it's you feel you start feeling weird that you're emailing so much, you're repeating your message. And sometimes even when you know your peeps, you'll feel shy. This is really the bulk of the pre-launch and launch transition. You'll, you'll be feeling this a lot likely. And it's actually okay to feel weird and awkward and kind of annoying. Some people will think you're being those things, and you want them to leave. <laughs> and that's really the bottom line. This is something I have to tell myself. You know what? If I'm being annoying, please leave. But it's also important to understand and embrace human psychology. Okay? People need to hear your message and pieces of your message multiple times. See you, hear you, read you, delivering it in order to see that, yeah, this applies to me. Or, Oh my God, how many more times am I going to see this? So you doing that, you're helping someone make a decision. Am I going to continue listening to this, buying this, sign up to work with this person, or am I going to hit unsubscribe? You want. So this weird feeling, you want to embrace it and you want to kind of lean right into it because during this pre-launch and launch phase, this is where you want people who aren't truly interested to, to get off the to get off the fun train. All right, so now your fourth challenge is that you fear that no one will pay attention when you say you're open. So this is fully in launch the launch phase when you are you have opened your doors or you're just about to. And this fear can really start from many different places. Fear of failure, rejection, worry that no one cares or even needs you, feelings of lack, feelings related to the way you value yourself or don't. The way to handle this type of fear, no matter what it is, is to go back to the first three challenges and do the work. So the first three things we just talked about. The more you know about your audience, the more often you connect with them, the more you listen to who they are and what they are struggling with or what excites them to the positive, the less you'll feel that they'll reject you. And the less you'll care if they, they'll reject you because you'll know that you are attracting the right people. And when you know how you're talking, when you know who you're talking to or creating something for, it really makes it more likely that they'll show up and want to be part of what you're doing and that the other people will fall by the wayside and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I like you in and all, but just listening to your podcast, peace out. So there is no set it and forget it time when everything is going to be perfect. But if you really make a point of showing up every day and getting and really being interested, and I, I say this a lot, curious about who your ideal customer is, this is one of those exercises that is in any 
business course with any credibility. You've got to really think, who is this for? And even if it's for multiple different types of people, well, you better define what types of people that it's for. It's always great to have one person that you're talking to because then there's a clear, like then if your lunch doesn't do well, you can be like, oh, I guess it's not Amy from South South Dakota doing this, this, and this, um, who's a single mother and needs help getting a job, you know, whatever the case is for you, whatever your ideal customers, you'll know that's not the person. Okay, so let's then it becomes a matter of changing and kind of really deciding, well, maybe who is my ideal customer? And so then you go back through the other challenges that we just discussed and we'll go you go back to that lead-in phase and get to know who you're talking to. So the next piece is really about your after the launch. So one of the biggest challenges is kind of well, I call it keeping momentum going after the launch, but you might say, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I know I got to follow up after the launch. I know I have to do a post survey launch to my list or to people who were on the launch list and didn't buy. I know I need to do all this, but I just am so tired. And here's what I got to say. The post launch is just as important as any other phase in the launch. So even when you want to go off the grid, yeah, we're all guilty of this, but we we all want to shut the shades, go to sleep after the launch. But this is literally the best time for you to just keep giving value uh, and get more information about the people who did and didn't kind of take your offer whatever that was. It's also the time when you're likely, if you're an online course creator or an online educator or a coach, you're delivering your product. So show care and compassion and excitement for those people who did join you, What again, like bought from you, and show that same care and compassion even to those who didn't open their wallets. So do this. So send out a thank you email to your list. Send out an email to people who you had a clarity session with but didn't sign up. To the people who were opening and clicking and responding to your launch. Maybe do a wrap-up post-mortem, like public, hey, it was so exciting. We did this. This is who came in. Kind of like a wrap-up Facebook Live. There, there are definitely multiple ways to give your audience something, even when they were they decided not to be customers. You definitely have to stay on the grid to deliver to your actual customers, though. And then, get, so give them something. Give your audience something. And then, when a few days have passed, passed you can then send out a post-purchase, post-purchase survey, but you could also do a post-launch survey to people who did not purchase. So what can you do to find out what they do need and what they are struggling with? And then guess what you got to do? You got to start that cycle back again. You got to head back to the lead-in phase. You got to start being curious again. You have to keep showing up. Um, You can take a little bit of time off, but I would plan for this post-launch phase. Plan for it. Create content that you know you're going to just like love on your audience after the launch is finished. So believe it or not, the reason these communication challenges are challenges, as you probably see, so it's not like a really 
it's not a big leap here, <laughs> but it's because the they really show you what the main phases of your launch can trigger inside of you. Um, it and it really is different for every single person. You might get one phase handled. And then that still, that like transition to selling still messes with your head for, <laughs> for years. Or perhaps it is just the post-launch phase that you're just like, man, I got to get better at following up. I usually go off the grid and go, go travel for a month. And then by the time I get back, I lose my momentum. And then people forget me. So for everyone, it's going to be different. So if you did nothing else then just look at launch as a communication though, as a piece, a long form piece of communication, a series of messages kind of strung together. If you did nothing else, then look at launching like that. And then you could see what has to be said, shared and done at each step of the process. You'd be further along than you can imagine and your launches would perform even better. Uh, but you can't just back down from these challenges because when you when you stand up and you you really take action and kind of like i said lean into these challenges your audience feels the love so even if they don't hit buy right now there is a good likelihood they'll stick around and they will in the future i've had so many people who've been on my list for years and then all of a sudden and it was actually there was one woman it was actually kind of a joke I just remember because I kept seeing her auto reply saying, I'm not in the office. And two years later, she purchased from me. She became a member of Fearless Launching. So I thought that was, I'm like, oh, that is true then. I've been hearing that people stay on your list and sometimes it takes them years to buy. But it is true. So all I want you to do is remind yourself about what to do during each phase of your launch. It will always come back to how you're communicating in those phases. And it'll answer a lot of the questions that you might struggle with not knowing what to say and do. So now it's your turn. Here's what I'd love it if you would do is head over to the show notes, which are all over at annsamoylove.com forward slash 185. And I want you to share your biggest challenge when it comes to communicating with your audience, whether it's during a launch or not. So I want you to tell me what's your biggest, what's the biggest area of like, eh, for you. And then tell me what you think you can do to get it handled. And don't be shy. Just say, I think I might start doing this. I think I might start doing a weekly email. I think I might start doing weekly Facebook Lives. What can you do? Usually, there are a few really great ways to just handle anything. And that's with being curious, being consistent. Those two things will, will solve a lot of problems or will give you a lot of intel. All right. So that is it for today's episode. If you want to find out when we host live workshops, receive some free gifts from moi, because I've got some that you may not have your little hands on yet. And when you want to know the second we've got a new episode of this podcast up, make sure to sign up for the mailing list. The link to it is right over in the show notes at ansamorelove.com forward slash 185. I want to thank you again for, for showing up every single week. And I just love it. I, I love the response and feedback that I'm getting from you. And if you've never reached out to me today, reach out to me today. And 
I also want to just actually, I'm going to go over to the group right now and just welcome a few members that came in as a direct response to last week's episode um, where I invited you to come in. Okay, so now, of course, I can't find it. But if you just recently joined the Fearless Launching Lounge, which is my free Facebook group, I want to say welcome. We are going to be amping things up and likely you'll see some activity in there soon asking you to do some fun little projects with me. And I'm excited for that. So if you're not over there, make sure you head over there. The link is every link that I've mentioned today or everything I mentioned is in the show notes as well as just a longer version of what I've talked about today. So you can just read it at your leisure if you are also a kind of text-based learner. All right, then have a great rest of your week. Oh my gosh, May is finished, people. What? Okay. May is finished this week, so I'm super excited, and I will talk to you very soon.